We're live. Mm-hmm. Are you drinking? Are you drinking coffee or Crown Royal? <laughs> Both. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. 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 You practicing your pop up. Oh, freaking! It's so fast. I have to put the camera in slow mo to catch it. <laughs> you look good. Looks look. You know what? I have to be honest with you. That looks really good. That's way quicker. <laughs> You, you know why? Um, I'm cheating a little bit because I'm using these things. Yeah. So, you know, this oh, gives yeah, you that. yeah, yeah. So that helps. Uh, you're going to put, I, you're going to end up putting those on your board. That's right. It, it'll look like the lifeguard boards with those handles on the side. Right. I remember that one, a kid's, a kid, uh, sir, I talked to Randy French one day from Surf Tech and a kid sued him. Some kid in Florida sued him. Because he ripped his finger off by using one of those, one of those using handles. What? Those handles that are on oh, the board. Oh, the lifeguard handle. Yeah. yeah, the kid got it. So yeah, maybe that's not too smart. Anyway, was what were you talking about? Talk about was it about the was he Ron DeSantis' son? <laughs> I don't know who he was. <laughs> so, so this, this is going to be is... an official off the lip podcast. This is going to be an off the lip radio show podcast, except you're the All host right. of it. I need to get myself an, a, a squad. This is not e This is easy to do. Yeah, duh. I know. Remember how <laughs> well, we tried? Remember, remember months ago we were in your living room. And we, we tried to figure it out for an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Well, you know what? At, because I'm the host, although you can download both sides too. I can download both sides too. So if you can't figure it out, I'll send them to you. So you're that's covered. probably that's probably best to do if you send them to me. Unless I'll, maybe I'll try and figure it out. Okay. If I've gotten this far, then I should be able to figure out how to download the recording. Well, yeah. You see those three dots in the upper right-hand corner? Yeah. I I think that's going to turn into something you can download. But I, I'll walk you through it when we get there. All right. What do you want to talk about? Well, you're the host. Let's talk about what your idea yesterday about. Well, now it's raining, so no one's here. Nobody's yeah. here. But definitely that idea about the the parking of the cars. You know, yeah, every, so every 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 resident close to the beach should park their vehicle. How many ever, however many they have, on the streets, <laughs> so the kooks from over the hill can't park. Well, listen, I am one of those kooks from over the hill, but I won't take that personally. No, um, but you do have a house there, so you pay taxes well, in town. True. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, so my theory, yeah, I, I watched this KSBW interview where they're talking about being stricter, and they interview these two kids who drove from Sacramento to go surfing, right? right? And I think and everybody saw that them, video. Yeah, and one of them jokes, yeah, I got coronavirus. So, like... On Monday, I think that they're going to have barricades at the Hook and at Morin Lake, which is good, but there's still a lot of spaces on 38th and 36th. So I think right. all the people who live on 36th and 38th should take their cars out of their garages, et cetera, et cetera, and park them on the street. So they have, you know, let them drive all the way from Sacramento well, and then and then park in like. Um, Park in Capitola Mall. Yeah, the Capitola Mall walk down. Also, I think Almost. that I think that uh, they're going to start the permit parking requirement ASAP. So you'll get yeah. ticketed for not parking. But now they that may screw permit. up our plan because the the residential cars may not have permits. But until they kick right. that permit thing in. I yeah. think all the residents should take up all the parking spaces. Yeah. Well, and I I do know they don't have enough sheriffs to police the whole police the whole coastline. So Well, because think, those, you know, those poor sheriffs, they have to like monitor the dumbasses at privates who are you know, right. tw 20 of them all relatives living under the same house, right? So And I, and I, I think they're going to already a friend of mine that lives down in Sunset Beach which is past Manresa said that yeah. there was a, you know there was people everywhere you know on that beach leaving trash and and yeah. and just just you know not paying attention to what the rules are nowadays and so 
these people, they're going to figure it out. They're going to go north, or they're going to go. They're going to go north, or they're going to go south. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I mean, does he think they're locals who drove there, or over the no, hill? No, he doesn't think. That, he doesn't think they're locals who drove there. He thinks the people from uh, over the hill. Now, don't get me wrong, Neil. I'm not one of these like, you know. I'm local and you don't belong here because like I nobody know. really owns anything, right? I mean, you could say the no. Indians, American Indians could say that about us, right. but it's, I don't think it's a matter of local versus non-local. It's stupid versus not stupid. Right. <laughs> it's dumber and versus it, dumber. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I also like, I also like your right. I'll also, I must give you the credit for it if you want to take it. I'd also like the coffin <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, that may be a little too macabre, but uh, <laughs> you think it might be too macabre? Do you think so? Yeah. Well, so I, you know, I, I, I found out that one of the reasons why they didn't close the parking lots this weekend was that they didn't have uh, sufficiently strong barricades. And so my suggestion is, I'm sure that some of the mortuaries around here will loan you a few, you know, coffins and. Put them in the driveway of the parking lot. I mean, like, duh. I mean, what are you thinking? So stupid. I think you just. I think you have to leave a couple on the stairs at 30, 30 You know, at Westcliff. Leave a couple on the stairs. Yeah. Leave a couple at Pleasure Point, and just people get the idea. There needs to be. There needs to be a shock factor. <laughs> well, I. I also I contacted my buddies at Surfline, and I think that. Rather than saying fair and good and very poor, you know, blue, green, the colors of the bar when you right. look at the camera, yeah. I think, at least for California, all of them should be red and say quarantined. Right. Um, no matter what the conditions are, because that, that is the condition. It's quarantined. It doesn't matter if right. it's four foot or one foot. It's quarantined. Right. Now, you, so, think, you think that the camera should be left on for... So the police and other well, uh, right, okay. other authorities can see what's going on. I, I think it's complicated because you could make the case that if you leave the cameras on, you know, dumb and dumber over in Santa Clara are going to look at the camera and say, wow, it's, it's good. Let's go. Uh, now, my thought is that dumb and dumber are probably not paying the premium, so they might not be even getting the video. So that's well, number they get, one. They get, they get a little bit of it. Okay. But then number two is, I told Surfline, why don't you make temporarily all the cameras premium? Because, you know, the reason why Dumb and Dumber drive over is to surf. If Dumb and Dumber didn't think they could surf because there's no parking, because you cannot surf, you know, for whatever reason... They're not going to drive over to walk on East Cliff to hold hands, right? No. So no. the only reason people drive to Santa Cruz is to surf, not to walk along East Cliff. So if they think they cannot surf, they won't drive. But I do so think between, people, yeah, I do think there's people coming here. Maybe they don't surf. People come over the hill just to walk on the beach or ride that bike on the beach, ride that bike down East Cliff, or West Cliff. I don't. Yeah. The, all, yeah. all those people on West Cliff. I mean, I I saw West Cliff. It was a zoo. And all those people are not from Santa Cruz. There was people Yesterday? from all over the place. Last week, when it was weather was nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, West Cliff. You know, my my hesitation with well, first of all, Surfline is not the bad guy, right? So my hesitation with suggesting Surfline shut the camera is the unintended consequence. So you know, you and I think shut the camera, no one will know, so they won't come. But for all we know, the sheriff of of Santa Cruz is using that camera to monitor the brakes. And now he has to send somebody to go look instead of looking at the camera, which is kind of stupid because, you know, that's, you know, man person power that's being wasted. So I, I also suggested to Surfline that why don't they offer premium yeah. memberships to all the police and health officials so they can easily monitor the whole California coast. Have you heard so, back from them at all? No, nah, not yet, but I will, okay. uh, I'll, I'll be on top of that. So, and how about how do you feel about the local politicians? Are they are they uh, on top I, of it? Do you think it's Leopold? Have you been in contact with Leopold, and has he emailed yeah. you back? Yeah, I mean, he 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 responded to me in ten minutes. So i I think they're doing what they can do. Uh, 
I I'm glad that it rained this weekend because yeah, at having not having barricades at the point and Moran for the weekend, if it was sunny, it, you know, I, yeah. I, I tell people, so two weeks ago, we all saw pictures of spring break in Florida. We thought, look at those dumbass kids all in the spring right. break, right? So I said, here. well, yeah, next week, people in Florida are going to look and say, oh, look at all those dumbasses in California <laughs> hanging out at the beach. So, yep. so dumbassery is a universal concept right now. So Right. It's, and it's going on in England right now. In England, the, beach, the weather's good, and people are heading to the beach. There's a beach in England? <laughs> <laughs> but they There's surf one. on the Thames? Yeah. They, they surf on the Thames. Actually, yeah. they, surf on, they surf on the Severn River. Where is that? The Severn River is in Wales. That's where that boar, one of those boar tidal waves, goes oh, yeah? down the river. Yeah. You yeah. can surf it for miles. We're going to have to do that one of these days. One of my uh, bucket lists. You lists. mean your, your ride, is it lasts for miles? It lasts for miles. There's, there's, several, there's several of those boars around the world. One up, I think there's yeah. one in Alaska, one in Brazil. There are several of them where you can ride the, ride the waves for, long, for, for miles. Really? Yeah. And then what, you paddle back? <laughs> then, you just, then you get the bus back. <laughs> So I thought you would have your I would thought you would have Jesus, your new board in the background, you know, well, so we can no, show um, the world we show the world your your the work of Guy Kawasaki while during the quarantine period. Well uh the painting of Jesus is done. I listen, for eighteen days I have not gone to a store or a coffee shop or a restaurant, like literally. Um, I have not interacted with anybody other than my immediate family, except Instacart and UPS drivers through the door, through the window. I have not, yeah. you know, really made contact with anybody in 18 days. And so first I had to wait. Huh? Is that refreshing? Uh, it's neither here nor there. I don't know. <laughs> so. I'm not missing it. So for seven days, I was waiting for my spray paint. And now I'm waiting for my varnish. Ah. And then once I get my varnish, then I can lay that down, assuming I don't asphyxiate from the fumes. And then I'll be ready to go. But you won't be surfing so. until 2021. That, you, th that's, you keep saying 2021. <laughs> you don't think we'll be surfing until 2021. Well, I would rather, you know, be surprised by it being sooner than later. So, yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the what do you think of the president of what he's and he, how he's uh, attacked the 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 virus that's attacking us? He, he <laughs> Don't get me started, Neil. I just <laughs> It's a podcast. You have nothing else yeah. to do but talk about Trump. No, I have podcasts to edit. It's it's just a cluster, you know what? I mean, right. you if you sat down and said, how can we make this more screwed up? You could not intentionally do it. And I really, really believe that we, i.e. people on the earth, I think we're a simulation. So it's like God or some higher being has created this little experiment called the earth. And there's these organisms in this petri dish called the Earth. And like God wakes up one day and says, let's put a nationalist, sexist, misogynist person in charge of the most powerful economy with the most atomic weapons. Let's see what happens. And then so he does that for two years and or she does that for two years. And then she says, well, why don't we introduce a pandemic that could kill everybody and see what happens? And so it's an experiment, and we're not in control. We're just this. We're all like little microbes in a petri dish. That's are my you, theory. Are, are you scared of the fact that he's? Are you scared the fact that he's? A, I mean, worried to the point of scared that he is our president at this time. I don't know how you could not be. I mean, besides the fact that he's, in some sense controlling the reaction to the pandemic plus he has the nuclear football 
I mean, what could go wrong? Um, right. <laughs> I don't know. Now he's, he's starting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. This pandemic is going to kill more people than all the wars, though. Yeah. And now he's starting a war with the drug, with the drug cartels. With Venezuela? Right? Yeah. yeah, with Venezuela, and uh, yeah, he's decided to send a few ships down there and, and create havoc down there. I don't know. Because we uh, have nothing better to do. We've got nothing better to do. We should have done that years ago. Why is he waiting until now? I don't know. But I, maybe I don't have the, all the facts. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about – let's talk about – we're not talking about Trump because that's just going to be going – we're going to go down a rabbit hole there. Let's talk about your podcasts. I mean, yeah. people, tell people about your podcast and how to how people can okay. listen to it. And so uh, my po- your- my podcast is called Remarkable People. Yeah. And what it is is it's a collection of interviews with remarkable people, uh, yep. people like Sean Thompson, Margaret Atwood, Chris Burdish. Ah, let's yep. see, Steve Wolfram, Steve Wozniak. You know, like really Jane Goodall, really famous uh-huh. people. And basically, I turn on the recorder and I ask them questions and I let them take it away. So it's 95% them, 5% me. And I'm trying to uh, help my listeners understand remarkable people, how they got that way, what they do, and how my audience can become more remarkable too. So if if people want to learn more about it, it's at remarkablepeople.com. Uh, do you have a favorite podcast so far or a favorite guest? No, nope. I love them all. Okay, just love them all. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> and I've been blessed to be in the same room with a couple of them. You know, Jane Goodall was like, you know, all time. And that, that the day with Burdish, the day we had with Burdish was, yeah, that, that guy. And Leon Panetta? His, well, of course, Leon Panetta and, you know. That last, that, that last, uh, that last twenty minutes with Leon Panetta when he discussed the, uh, the the what happened in the Situation Room at the White House when he went after Bin Laden was fascinating. Yeah, except I cut it. You did? You know, I never, I never put that out. You know why? Why not? Because why? there were there were times when we were talking about that situation where yeah, there were funny moments, right? Yeah. You know, well, for example, when he when he said, "Oh, you know, why can't we identify this guy walking around in in circles inside the compound?" and the CIA said, "You know, we don't have technology." And Leon Panetta says, "What do you mean? I saw it in the movies. We can see exactly who that is." James Bond so, movie. He started in the James yeah, Bond movie. He said, "Yeah, exactly." So, <laughs> you know, you and I and he, we were there. It was funny in context, but I thought if people listen to it and they think, "Oh, so these are these three assholes." Well, two assholes, you and me, not Leon. Right, right. So, so there's these two assholes, and they're making jokes about killing somebody. Now, that right. person was a bad person, but you know, still, somebody died. So I thought that was distasteful, so I cut that. I, I still have it. Well, I still, I still I have st- it. I have it somewhere, too. And I, you know, I, I haven't played it back, but that was to be there at that moment in front of him yeah. and him, him telling that story was fascinating. Yeah, yeah. He should be. I would. I, 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 I feel personally. I think he should. He would be a. He would be an excellent leader for this country. He should be at least Secretary of State. Something. Yeah, I think that. But yeah. I'm sure he had enough. But what is such a waste of a talented man? Well, I guess we just have to check with Sylvia. Or check with Jimmy. See if Jimmy's going to follow Steph. Yeah, that too. That's so it. who have you got? Who have you got coming up on your podcast? Any anybody that we know? Of? Um, yeah. So I just released Gary Vaynerchuk last week. To Who's that? This Wednesday, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is a social media influencer, investor, VaynerMedia. His company made three Super Bowl commercials, for example. Okay. Right. Uh, this week is going to be Steve Pinker. Steve Pinker is a psychologist at Harvard. Okay. And one of the the truly you know, deepest thinkers about social sciences. What are you showing me that for? My wave clock. <laughs> what What does it matter? We can't go surfing. <laughs> Duck out, put it back. <laughs> I know. Does anyway, it work? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I continue. Yeah. Uh, 
and I have uh, Jean Wakatsuki coming. She wrote uh, the book about Manzanar. She was uh, interned by the U.S. government. We're seeing a trend here. And I have Roy Yamaguchi of Roy's Restaurants. I have these are people coming up, not yet released. Okay. I have right. Christy Yamaguchi, the figure skater. Yep. So all of these are coming up. You got some, and now people, are, people, are you doing it on squad cars like we're doing today? Sometimes, uh, you know, not, well, now everything is remote, right? Right. So I'm using Squadcast. The beauty of Squadcast is that it's recording you and me locally. Right. And then syncing to the cloud. So that there's nothing being compressed because we're recording locally. So that's a, right. that's a good thing. So and and what and, what guests what guests would you like to have? What if you have a, you have a, like a a list on your in your left hand of guests that you would like you would like to invite to uh to your podcast? Well, you which know, you, yeah. So I mean, if Michelle Obama called, I would certainly say okay. Yeah. Um, Is she calling? I no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richard Branson, I would love to have. Um. Now he's getting a little flat. He's getting a little flack right now, Mister Branson. You know, because Why? he's a uh, people in England think he should sell his private island so he can fund the NH the NHS. That's easy for people to say. It's not their yeah. island, but yeah. Um, uh, well, the Queen could sell some assets too. No. Yeah, I, I believe the Queen should sell <laughs> some assets too, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, I had Sir Ken Robinson. You did? Okay. The, yeah, the, the educator. He was on. Okay. Um, yeah, so, so if anybody listening has a way to get me Michelle Obama, uh, Richard Branson, <laughs> uh, I would love to get AOC. Who's AOC? Um, AOC is the, the young Hispanic uh, congresswoman from New York. Okay. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell. I would love to get Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. Or Terry Gross. I would love to get Terry Gross too. Have you found? Have you since you started? Have you found it easier now? You've got a little some. You've got some podcasts in your in your pocket. Yeah. Have you found it easier to get guests, or is it is it a str struggle? It's. It's. I would not say it's a struggle. It's not easy. I mean, I can't just, you know, I'm not Joe Rogan. I can't call up Barack Obama and say, come on the show. Right. But, I mean, if you look at my lineup, so, you know, Jane Goodall, Margaret Atwood, Steve Wozniak, Steve Wolfram, Christy Yamaguchi, Roy Yamaguchi, uh, Sean Thompson. I mean, if you go down the line, there's nobody on my, my guest list that you would say, well, why would you interview him or her, right? Right. And what I tell you, so I can almost get to anybody I want. But I'll tell you something more funny, which is now with this podcast, it used to be because people are just not active anymore. Uh, but I used to get at least one a day of a request from someone or that person's PR person. And, and the way it would work is I get an email and let's say it's from the person directly, okay, which yeah, is the ones yeah. I love the most. So, so I get an email from Joe Blow, who has started Blow Consulting, and he's got it up to a million dollars a year in revenue, mm -hmm. and he's he's written a book called The Blow Away, yeah. and it's published by Blow Press, and his email starts off by saying, "I have enjoyed your podcast with people like Jane Goodall, Margaret Atwood, Steve Wozniak, and I think." I would be an ideal guest for your podcast. I have been at this now for two years. I have started a consulting firm. I'm an expert in uh, cybersecurity, in uh, cyber currency, and Everything I'm really blow. going to. Yeah, and I'm going to really. I got the the blow bucks, and I'm going to really change the world. I have plans for introducing a new currency, uh, a new line of security that's patent pending, curve jumping, paradigm shifting, enterprise class, scalable product. 
So I belong in your podcast. Just uh, let me know and I can be interviewed. So these people, which I have to really like take a deep breath. And now what I do is I send them back an email and it says, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just not familiar with your work. So if you could just explain to me how you have impacted the world like Jane Goodall or Margaret Atwood or Ken Robinson or Steve Wozniak. Yeah, Leon Panetta. So Mm -hmm. I can assess whether you should be on my podcast. (laughs) And that's that's it. They don't don't reply back. (laughs) No, no, they don't. Now, some do, and they say, well, I haven't impacted as much as them, but the technology I have or the idea I have is going to be just as impactful. And then I write back and I said, you know, my podcast is called Remarkable People, not Remarkable Potential. So <laughs> when you've achieved that, get back to me, butthead. Do you, so, do you know how many? Do you, you know? Do you know how many of your friends receive phone calls and emails wanting to? You know, now do you? What do you think about me being on guys' podcasts? Or I, I've received, I've received them, and I. <laughs> And I'm sure you have many of your, like your your family, your wife, yeah. your friends um, have, have received, uh, you know, contact, been contacted by people that well, think they should be on your I, podcast. I'll tell you a good rule of thumb. So the good rule of thumb is if someone asks to be on the podcast, you don't want them on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, yep. listen, Michelle, Michelle Obama is not trying to figure out how to get to me to get on my podcast. You know, Ellen no. DeGeneres, Oprah Winfrey, none of those are trying to get to me, right? No. So, no. So, but I realize it's a fine line. It's a fine line between being an arrogant asshole who's turning everybody down versus I don't want the perception of the quality to decrease. Because, you know, the moment I put Joe Blow of Blow Consulting on, who wrote the Blow Away book, People are going right. to say, you know, I thought it was remarkable people, not remarkable putzes. Right. You're going to get someone, so, some schmuck like some schmuck like me who's going to call you up and go, that guy's not remarkable. <laughs> exactly. That, and that would be terrible. But having said that, yesterday I interviewed a woman. Uh, you will never have heard of her. She works for Adobe. And her story is, as a baby, Her parents were cotton pickers in a state in Mexico, which I cannot remember the name. And they were, you know, so poor that they paid coyotes to bring them across the border. This is 15 or 20 years ago. So the two parents came with a coyote uh, through San Diego, and she was given to a woman as a baby. And the woman drove her across as a baby. And then they met in Long Beach and reunited the family. And she talks about that, you know, what her family had to go through, how she went through the education system, how she got kicked out of school, how all this stuff and how she turned around her life. And it was such an amazing story that she's going to be on Remarkable People. And, you know, no one will have heard of her. But that, you know, my podcast well, that, is remarkable people, not rich people or famous people. I, I think I think your audience. I, I, I know I I would like I would enjoy listening to some a, a remarkable person like that, as well as the true remarkable people that we all know are famous. It would be yeah. it's nice yeah. to hear a story like that of somebody remarkable that you've no idea who they are. It makes a yeah. fascinating story. I think so. So I, I saw her a video of her and I contacted her and said, wow, this is really great. I, you know, and she she's like, what do you, <laughs> you think I can be in your podcast? There's hundreds of people like that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, by contrast, if 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 it's some 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 billionaire who runs a private equity fund says, yeah, I'm worth five billion and I manage a hundred billion. And I want to be on Remarkable People, I would just say, like, so exactly. How did you dent the universe besides making money for yourself? So right. right. Uh, not remarkable. Yeah. Not at all. Just go back, <laughs> let's go back to the virus for a second. Do you think that we do you think uh, we are gonna I probably I don't know think you have the answer to this, but th- what about vaccines for this virus? Do you do you know of, of what's going on and and I know they don't even have a vaccine for a flu even for a flu before the virus even showed up here. 
But do you think one day we're gonna is are we are we going back to normal one day, or do you think it'll never happen again? It's gonna be very very no. very very different, very strange. No, absolutely, we're gonna go back to normal. I mean, we're gonna find a vaccine. We we will find a cure. It it's not gonna be according to Donald Trump's time frame, but you know, like so you know he's the head doctor in charge and he's saying all right so you know take this thing for malaria because it cures you like well first of all anybody who listens to donald trump for medical advice is a freaking idiot i mean you got like why don't you just hold a sign on your head that says i am an idiot um so you know i i think that guy dr fossey or whatever his name is yeah Fauci. yeah yeah, first of all, that guy should be Time Magazine Man of the Year. No question. Like, not even close, right? Right. right. So he should be Man of the Year. And I, I, I'm actually amazed that Trump hasn't fired him yet. I mean, you, you would think that. But if Trump fired him, boy, that would be maybe the biggest mistake he ever made. The backlash um, would, be, it would be humongous. Yes. But having said that... Um, Let's say he did fire him. Let's say he did fire him. If I were Joe Biden, what I would do is I would say, you know what? We don't have a real president of this country. So now on a daily basis, there's going to be a Joe Biden update um, video. Right. So every yep. day I'm going to go live at such and such time and I'm going to give you an update. And Dr. Fossey was fired. So now he's on my team. So it's going to be Joe and Dr. Fossey with a coronavirus update. Yeah, because there's a vacuum in leadership in this country. So I am I am not I'm not waiting till I get elected in November. I'm taking I'm taking charge now to make America great again. And I would do that in two seconds if I were in charge of marketing for that campaign. Do you think before the virus arrived here at our shores that Donald Trump was an automatic, uh, automatically going to have a second term? I don't think it was automatic, but I think the odds are going down every day. Right, and that's the second um, part of my second part of the question is now this has arrived and now we're dealing with this and he's dealing with it in such a poor fashion. Do you think that 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 now we now there's a, a stronger chance that he would not well, be elected. I, I think it's much stronger. Right. Uh, now, you know, well, people might say, well, you know, why is his approval rate getting higher? Uh, it's, you know, up two or three points or whatever. So uh, this is an interesting thing. And and you have to understand the context. So, yes, his approval rate has gone up three or four points or whatever. It's gone up. But there's a phenomenon called rally round the flag. So during a time of crisis, it is natural for a population of a country to rally round the flag, i.e. the president, no matter what. So, you know, I think Macron and Trudeau and Merkel, their popularity is going up 10, 15, 20 percent because people who were formerly opposed to them are now rallying around the German flag or the Canadian flag or the French flag. So this is a phenomenon that affects all national leaders. So if you look at it that way, so, you know, Merkel gets 15%, Trump gets 3%. Well, yeah, you know, one way of looking at it is his popularity is improving. Another way of looking at it is his popularity is improving one-fifth of what Merkel, Trudeau... Uh, yeah, he's on a different. He's on a different curve. Yeah, yeah. So, I think it'll go down. I also think that these eight Republican governors who have not uh, mandated uh, quarantine in place thing. Yeah. Like what? Mm-hmm. What are they thinking? I mean, what? Like, <laughs> history is not going to be good to them. Like what? Oh, I, I, I'm struggling. I'm a very, very eloquent person, Neil, and I'm struggling to tell you how stupid I think that is. I don't understand what could be going through their brain. Do they not look at the numbers? And they're saying, no, we got to keep Alabama open and we're going to open the beaches in Georgia because what? Because, you know, we're worried about the economy. Well, I understand the economy is going to tank, but it's going to tank regardless. 
So, you know, I, on a, on a, on a, on a much ahead. smaller scale, a much smaller scale, our supervisor, John Leopold, uh, last couple of days ago, had new flashing lights that were installed on or in Pleasure Point was what he had on his Facebook page. He's not addressed how many beds we have. He's not addressed COVID-19. He's not addressed the situation of our, of our local hospitals. He hasn't addressed the fact how many ventilators we have. He hasn't addressed it at all. And then a lot on his website, on his Facebook page, literally was two pictures of flashing light signs that they for cross for people to cross at Pleasure Point. Come on, dude. Okay. I, I, I really, I don't know. Okay. I'm taking your word for it. I'm venting. Um, I, no kidding. Um, yeah. But now, I, getting back to the Trump question. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I ventured. I think that, no, no, I think that, now, so these, these eight Republican states, science would predict that they're going to be hit even harder. So now, yeah, at some really basic level, his voters may be more likely to die. I mean, that's a horrible thing. I mean, just he's, he's, he's right? killing his own people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, that's pretty harsh and extreme. But is that not the case? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't. You know, you it's. Think you would think he would ask the whole country. He would. He would order the whole country to stay at home. Not. That's what I not would. Not just do. certain states, or right. Yeah, you you would. Yeah, and this this whole thing about well, uh, I believe in states' rights, right? So you know, I I believe that each state should determine their own whatever. But not in the event of pandemic. Well, well to, to take another example, let's suppose that World War III happened, right? So is the attitude yeah. going to be, well, you know, Georgia, if you want to send some soldiers, tell your governor to let me know. If you don't want to, it's cool. States' rights. And California, you can send soldiers, but you can also not. It's, it's states' rights. So what, what's the difference between Optional. World War III and fighting the pandemic on a national scale? Um, yeah, of course, in World War Three, you know, Jared Kushner will be running the military. So, you know, that's a slam dunk <laughs> win for us. So I, I, I do not understand this at all. I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, I, I, I don't even believe that the, the leadership there they say it's about the economy and we can't let the economy, you know, go in the toilet or all this. And I, I don't think it's that. I, I think it's all they care about is getting reelected. That's all they care about. They don't do you think the economy, people. what do you think about the, uh, all these people are now unemployed? Do you think we're going to make a, it's going to bounce on, back? On. The queen of yeah, Athens has on. come in the room. One second. Uh oh, Neil, the, <laughs> the queen. <laughs> what? What'd you say, Neil? I almost said hi. Oh, okay. Um, so the economy. I think the economy is gonna go into the absolute toilet, and there is, you, you know, it, but for the economy to recover, step number one is get control of the pandemic. Yeah, we don't have that. It, Everything else is superficial. It's like, yeah. here comes the tsunami, and let's fix the 38th Street stairs. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this freaking 20-foot wave is coming for you, but you're worried about the, the uh, seaweed. Uh, yeah, we're worried about the slipperiness of the last four steps at 38. Right. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. Okay. I hope you, I hope you don't have a lot of Republican listeners to your podcast. I don't care. I won't be able to show my face in. I don't have I don't have any listeners right now. But <laughs> I want to talk about your surfing. Uh, okay, I want to talk about the surfing. Okay. Okay. You, 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 you know, the, you, as I said, as I said to you at, at one of your at, at your house one time, you're the most stoked person I know. <laughs> you, you're one of the worst. One of the worst surfers I know, and one of the, the, the most. <laughs> 
but you make it yeah. up for and your stoke is just beyond the chart off the chart um imagine why, if why, i why is it you, why is it you enjoy the sport so are you you've played sports i mean you played hockey and you've played other sports yeah. but what what is it about surfing that you 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 enjoy and I've tried um, to drag you away from. I know I've tried to drag you away from your spot to surf in the less crowded places, but you like your spot, and I respect that. I didn't at first; it drove me nuts. I wanted to take you away to like faraway places, but you didn't want to go. But what's, I, I really, what is it about? What is it about the sport that you that you you enjoy? Okay, so I, I love everything there is about surfing. I love that. It is so difficult. It is by far the most difficult thing I've ever had to do. I love the level of um, caloric requirement, that it's very high energy. It's very good exercise. I love that there's a whole science and art to it. And I've become friends with Bob Pearson. So, you know, I'm not just going to Costco and buying a wave storm anymore. So... You know, I'm I'm getting some knowledge about length versus width versus thickness versus front rocker, back rocker, hard rail, soft rail, you know, all that stuff. And so all of that stuff fascinates me. So the technology fascinates me. And then every session is different. Every wave is different. And when you're in the water, you have to keep track of the wave. You have to keep track of the other kooks out there you have to keep track of the good surfers or going all the way from the you know right side to the left side across the face so you're dropping in on them all the time and there's so many variables and so much complexity and then i also love the fact that you, you know it, it it's also how much you're willing to pay the price so Frosty, you know, sometimes I see Frosty go out in just the shittiest conditions. And one, I asked Frosty, why do you go out in such shit conditions? And he said, you know, guy, if you go out in shit conditions, then you really appreciate and do well in good conditions. So ever since that day, I go out in shit conditions. Like I call yeah, you, you up and say, let's go. And you say, no, it's shit. And I know, you know, Frosty <laughs> would go. Sean Thompson would go. Why wouldn't we go? So, and then, and then I love the fact that like right now, I haven't been outside of Atherton in 18 days. And so I am practicing on a skateboard. I'm practicing on an indoor board. I'm practicing doing pop-ups in front of a mirror. Um, I just love that it's it's kind of like if, if I took up golf, God help me, you know I would have a putting green in my background and I would yeah. constantly be practicing, right? I'm, I'm that yeah. – I'm a – I'm that kind of OCD person that when I decide to do something, I am freaking all in. Yep. So, <laughs> do, do you remember? Do you do you have a favorite? Do you have a memory of a favorite wave of your best wave so far ever? I haven't. I haven't had a good wave yet. You don't think so? <laughs> I can remember every time I've dropped in on you, though. <laughs> <laughs> Be, 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 yeah. You're the only person that's dropped in on me that I laugh with. I laugh my ass off. It's funny. Everyone else that drops in on me, I get I flip them off, I get pissed off. But you drop in on me and it's just like hysterical. It's just you laugh, you know. Well, I'm I miss you know, that. You know, you know, so there's different levels of cluelessness, right? So at yeah. the be, at the beginning level of cluelessness, you don't know when you're dropping in on someone. So I'm not that clueless. So the next step of cluelessness is you you know you shouldn't go, but because you're so stupid, you still go. So that's where I was, okay? But now I'm at the point when I see you go, I go on purpose to drop <laughs> in on you. That's a higher level. The next level is when I see you go, I know not to go. I'm not there yet. What level of stupidness was it to, to take the rubber off that surf tech board? Okay, now that I, I disagree. So uh, for the listeners, I had these two surf tech boards that had soft tops. rubber. Soft tops. Yeah, soft tops, right. But not soft boards. They're not soft, foamy boards. They're, I don't know, fiberglass or no, epoxy. Now, first or of whatever. all, let's just hang on just a second. The soft yeah. top were never soft. 
soft tops were a marketing ploy for the public to buy, so they thought they would not get injured by falling on a soft top. A soft. Okay. It makes it so feel like soft, you're falling into. A, it's just so the a name. Soft top is different a from the foamy. Yeah. Soft tops are yeah. hard. Yeah. Okay. So I had these two, and I dis and they just catch everything. One's ten and one's eleven, and so uh, when the pandemic started and I was driving home that Sunday, I said to myself, "It's going to be a while, maybe, before I can come back. So I need a project." So I brought my eleven foot soft top back, and I took off all the rubber. And then I you then I had to wait for then I sanded it and then I waited for uh, goo goo off goo, goo off no goo gone goo off yeah goo off yeah one of those things so I then I had to wait for goo off you have to wait for that for a week because I'm not going yeah. to any stores yeah and then I did that and then I washed the board with Dawn and then I sanded it some more and then I had to wait for my Montana gold spray paint to arrive from Spain. So then I got that, and then I painted it, and now I I saw uh, I know I have spray on Montana Gold varnish, but it's just not as satisfying to spray on varnish as it is to paint on varnish and watch the the thick varnish settle down and smooth out everything. <laughs> so then I decided to order West Marine uh, Marine Spar varnish and then that i had to wait another week i'm still waiting for that because that is coming from north carolina and in a perfect world i would have a respirator but i don't so i'm going to do that in the open so by may of 2021 i'm going to have this 11 foot amazing board and i think i'm going to put i have a pearson arrow decal here i'm going to put that on so that people think this is a pearson arrow and not a surf tech soft top that's been repainted. Will, will will you be letting Bob know that you're putting applying a piercing arrow to the soft top? Yeah, I I thought about literally. I thought about that this morning. I mean, should I be asking him if I, if that's okay if I do that or? I don't think I, he's. I don't think he think that's okay. I I well, then I won't do it. But I I think he think. Why don't you ask him? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I'm not asking I, you. I, ask him. I think what you do is you should you should ask Bob. Say, Bob, um, guy has finished painting his surf deck, and I told him to put a Pearson arrow decal on it. I did tell you it. that. I did tell yeah. you that. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then Bob will either laugh or he'll say, "What? I'll never make him another board again if he does that." And tell me what he says. And then, All right, I will. I think I'll do that. Or, or I could put a, um, I could put a. Well, nobody would think that's a Kelly Slater board. I could not fool no. anybody. I have a, <laughs> There's no. I have a. I have a photo of a Kelly Slater board. I'm going to send to you that my friend made for him. Uh, anyway, I'm going to. Hey, but by, by, but by the way, I do have a Firewire fish coming. I know that you're going to laugh at that. Oh, God. A firewire <laughs> fish? I have a firewire uh, fish coming. Just give me, tell me how thick it is in like on the screen here. How thick is it? It's, uh, it's, wait, for, it's, I think it's seven, six, 24, and three and a half or something. It's there's, thick. There, there's two people in your family that can ride that board. And yeah, you're not me. one of them. You know? <laughs> Why don't you? It's it's something like eighty nine okay. liters. Okay, I cannot wait to see this. This is going to be, we, there is going to be a pack house at Pleasure Point on the cliff. There's going to be like thousand people as you see you head out to Pleasure Point, head out to thirty eighth on this fish. I I I can name I can name twenty people right now that will show up for that. I am going to ask Calder to come out and push me into the first wave. Oh no 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 pushing! Why? No no pushing. You got to paddle that thing, and you got to paddle that thing. 
Wait, I'm, wait, I'm going to give you, I'm looking at the Firewire website right now. Hey, before, while you do you, that, I'm going I'm to tell the, the people out there to support these people. Uh, let's go out and get food from Pono. Takeout from Pono. Let's get takeout from Surf City Sandwich. Let's get takeout from uh, Star Bene. Takeout from uh, Seabright Deli. Uh, uh, who else do we, who else do we, am I missing? Take that, out that from uh, you for this, huh? That pays you for this? <laughs> no, this is a free. But I think you should support your local. I mean, if you you should. Did you say you Surf should, City already? I said Surf City Sandwich. Yeah, go support big. Get a takeout. I went and got takeout the other day from Seabright Deli. Oof. How about Pono? Pono. Yeah, I haven't got yeah. takeout from Pono. I got takeout from Paula's. Yeah? Yeah, takeout from Paula's is very good. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Anyway. Uh, can, I, can I tell you the dimensions now? Sure. Okay, it's 7 6 by 23 and a half by 3 oh. and a quarter. Yeah. 69.5 liters. Okay. So at 60, let's call it 70 liters. Nate, Nate at seven, Noe, at seven. Okay. Nate, Noemi, Quinn. Maybe <laughs> at, at okay at seventy liters. Okay, this board yeah. is going to be a mere thirty liters less volume than what I'm used to. So thirty liters isn't that much, is it? No. <laughs> no. And what type of wave are you looking at here? Are you looking at like a a little thirty eighth avenue roller, or are you looking for well, something a little more steep? To... You're gonna have something more steep. You're gonna have something more steep for that thing. According to Firewire, it says ideal wave size, one to five feet, ability, beginner to expert. It says here, combining the buoyancy of a longboard with contemporary outline, the advanced series opens up new possibilities for fun and performance. Advance your surfing. That's me, baby. I'm shaking my head. It's got five fin boxes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> You know that thing you were talking. Remember that thing you were talking about earlier on Surfline? How it has the blue and the green and the red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that board should have red on it for you. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know what? I support you. I think I, I, I tried to ride my son's fish one time and I couldn't do it. But. That thing was only five six or something like that. So it would be it would be fun to try that board. It'd be fun. You can try it. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I also want to mention get, get get takeout from Chill Out Cafe where they roll the fatties. There you go. <laughs> That's all the restaurants I got. All right. What else are we talking okay. about? Is that it? I think so. Okay. I think so. so, so are you going to send me the record? You going to Can you send me the recording? Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, I guess we, it's been nice talking. Bye -bye. I miss you. I miss you, my friend. I hope to see you soon. Yeah, I miss you too, Neil. I mean, oh, shit. What? Ed, I know. Park your park your Mercedes at thirty sixth and East Cliff, okay? <laughs> Watch out for the coffins. All right. Take care. All right. Good. God bless. Live my love to the family. Goodbye. Okay. Bye. Bye.